Hello, everybody. Welcome in. Happy Wednesday. It's July 6th. We are live right now. And um, I was going to pull this open to prove it to you. Here we go. July. Ooh, turn it the other way. 6th. I was uh, listening to a podcast last night uh, called How I Built This uh, by Guy Raz, which is all about entrepreneurs and how they built their businesses. And I was listening to the one my wife recommended to me on Lush Cosmetics. She's all into this this company called Lux, or uh, sorry, not Lux, Lush. And uh, so anyway, that just reminded me of that. Uh, hope you're doing well. If you're new, uh, we go live every single Monday through Friday at 10 a.m. Eastern time. And uh, we call this show Wake Up Legendary. We put it on our Facebook page. A couple hundred people join us live. And then, uh, you know, we get a lot more people who watch or listen afterwards via podcast. You can listen to us on Spotify, Apple. All you got to do is search Wake Up Legendary. You'll find us. It's the first thing that pops up. If you want a text message reminder every time we go live, uh, we send out just a short little text. It gives a little bit of a feature about what we're talking about, who our guest is for the day. Uh, you can text the letters WUL, it stands for Wake Up Legendary, to 813-296-8553. And you just get a short little text message every single time that we hit go live. We don't try to sell you on anything. Uh, we don't do any sort of like marketing through this text message. Although we could, we're trying not to annoy you. So uh, it's just a little ping that just says, hey, we're here. Don't forget, you know, join us live. Um, and as always, I'm going to put this up on our screen as well. This is probably going to cover up my face because it's so long. But uh, there we go. Uh, we as a company will never message you on Facebook or, or WhatsApp or anything like that, asking you to, to, to wire us some money or pay us for some cryptocurrency Ponzi scheme or anything like that. So if you do get messages or somebody says something like, Hey, I work with legendary marketer, you'd be surprised at the things that people say, just ignore them, report them, block them, ban them. Do whatever you got to do. So uh, today we've got an awesome guest as always, but today I'm really excited to talk with a guy named uh, Todd uh, all the way from Vegas. We're both on the West Coast-ish, uh, not quite on the coast, but on the West side. And um, if you all can give us a little hand clap emoji uh, just to welcome in, give us, give us some hand claps, maybe some fist bump from Barry uh, to welcome in Todd to the show. Oh, thanks, Matt. And that wake up you? part of the show is, wow, that's for real. I am still, <laughs> I am still I know. into the, into the land of the living right now. <laughs> yes, I know. Are you a morning person? No, not by any stretch <laughs> of the imagination. This was a, this was a special wake up for you guys. This <laughs> I, uh, yeah, when we started doing this show, I was like, I was like, Oh, dude. So this means I'm going to have to wake up at like 630 a.m. every morning. OK. All right. But I worked in coffee back in the day, so I was kind of used to it and whatever. And we are twinning today as well. Yes. Uh, we, we didn't coordinate that beforehand, but uh, we are we do have a little twinning action happening. Um, so, Todd, tell us a little bit about um, you and your journey. And um, you you're in Vegas. And you've been doing entrepreneurial online things for almost, I mean, you've been doing entrepreneurial things longer than I've been alive. So <laughs> not Thanks to date that. you or anything. 
Yeah, it's kind of um, funny, but tell us about how you became sort of entrepreneurial and then tell us a little bit about um, your journey to going online. You've done things with Amazon and e-commerce. Just, uh, uh, yeah, give us give us the lowdown. Yeah, to your point, I started my very first business in 1983. And of course, there was no Internet or anything like that. But there's a lot of parallels. For example, now we have email. But back then we used this thing called direct mail where the post office would deliver mail instead of email. So there's a lot of yep. parallels along the way. Things have changed, but basically have stayed the same. I sold that first business and decided I wanted to be a pilot for a living. So I spent a lot of money uh, finishing my flying lessons and became a flight instructor. I did all of that, ended up flying under contract for the post office and UPS and FedEx and absolutely hated it. And there were a few events. Uh, there was a one 90 day period, three months where I had three major engine failures and, um, and almost died in one of them. And now I am making $28,000 a year flying <laughs> in between thunderstorms and tornadoes and all at night. And they took something I loved and they just, they beat the crap out of it. And so I made the decision. I said, I gotta, I gotta go back and work for myself. I knew I didn't ever want to work for anybody ever again. I wanted to try to control my time. And so I started another business. It was actually at, by that point, it was 1988 when I started my, my second business and everything just kind of fell in place. A lot of people say, gosh, Todd, everything you touch turns to gold, which isn't true because there's a lot of work behind every one of those successes, but I built yeah. and sold 12 different um, seven-figure businesses since 1983. I had one that did okay, and then I had an absolute, complete nuclear disaster in 2002, February 2002. Hmm. So I basically lost everything in 2002. I'd probably made $50 million up to that point, and it was all gone. The house was gone. Everything was gone, and I had wow. a, a. there was a very, very good chance that I was going to be headed to prison because I had run afoul of some federal rules and regulations in the industry I was in. It was mostly paperwork related, but you know, there's like no sense of humor at the federal level. So, yeah. so here I, I didn't really know what to do. And a friend suggested, wow. um, well, why don't you try that eBay thing? I heard people are making money on eBay. So that was March 12th, 2002. And I just kind of walked around my house that I was about to lose, looking at all the junk I had laying around. And I said, well, what do I have to lose? So I, I started to sell the things I had uh, purchased in the past that I had no need for anymore. And the stuff sold really fast for more money than I thought. And I said, hmm, maybe this eBay thing has, you know, it's got you know, something to it, right? Yeah. So, so I ended up buying a, a truckload 26 pallets of customer returned goods from Sam's Club yeah. just on a whim, just thinking, okay, I just need more stuff to sell, which presented yeah. uh, a whole lot of other problems, you know, like, well, gosh, where sure. am I going to put these 26 pallets? And <laughs> it's a lot but, of, a lot of stuff, yeah. but I, I'm telling you, I had, uh, I had literally, my motivation with, to move forward was that I had poured gasoline on the bridge behind me and threw a match over my shoulder. And there was like, nowhere to go but forward. There was no plan B, nothing like that. I had one thing that I could do, and that was I was going to sell stuff on eBay. So wow. the first the first year, we did $1.1 million in selling customer Jeez. returned goods. And I was like, That's okay, hilarious. 
this worked out because you know you're buying stuff at 10 cents on the dollar and selling it at you know 50 to 80 just depending on what it is and that business that part of that business is still in existence now for 20 years one of the mm. one of the pillars of our, our business is customer returned goods because the there's just too much of it out there and nobody can buy it yeah so inventory is yep. never an issue but my life kind of changed in 2009 when I discovered Amazon. Amazon right. was, you know, just an amazing opportunity. It still is today. It's a little different. Yeah. But I went into Amazon and started selling brand new stuff. And I do what's called a wholesale, a wholesale part of Amazon. And, and right. I also do my own uh, private label brand. So that's a yeah. whole separate company in and of itself. But where we really, really were making the money was on the marketing side of things. You know, we were selling, uh, actually, we were in the AdSense program. I don't know if a lot of people know what AdSense is. I think they do, right? Yeah, you, and, could, you could give us a quick little 30-second, uh, here's what AdSense is. Yeah, if you, if you have websites, right, that are specific to a niche-specific topic, uh, Google will pay you. They'll, they'll pay you for uh, advertisements related to your site. They give you a little, little snippet of code. You put it on your website and ads related to your site content will appear. Well, those, those advertisers are paying Google to, to advertise, right? And Google's splitting right. that with you to put the ads on your web properties. It's kind of a right. pretty cool program if you think about it. It's amazing. But back in the day when we started it, which was uh, 2004, we got into the Google AdSense. It was it was a lot easier. It can you can still make good money today, but I mean we were doing six figures a month just starting back then. And right. then you know I think everybody's heard of these Google slaps. I think we might have got one of the very first ones because I think someone at Google woke up and said, "Well, Snively doesn't need two and a half million index pages," and boom, <laughs> right across the face. And so that yep. business you know, it went down and down and down until it hit kind of a stable level. And it's still viable, but really tough to do do that kind of numbers that uh, you know uh, today. It's a lot like the yes. Amazon Associates program too. We got into that with yeah. Amazon because I like doing the websites and uh, and all of the organic uh, SEO is it's just a lot of fun. It's a weird hobby of mine. Yeah. And uh, when you have that and can put the the Amazon Associates program on there, which is an affiliate program, um, yep. you can make good money doing that too. So it's just yeah. one opportunity after another and i just started to build this you know this digital i don't want to call it an empire but you know what i'm saying it was just all of these different businesses that were in alignment with each other and they were all firing on all eight cylinders and then it was in 2014 when i uh, got into coaching and started to write online programs and uh, work with other people and so now mm. i'm turning 60 in what uh, 10 days okay cool and you get really reflective i don't know if everybody does this but i mean this 60 number is really bothering me and uh, <laughs> and i'm looking to kind of do i don't know i don't even want, i don't like the word retire because i'm i think i'll be if i'm still around at 90 i'll be doing this kind of stuff but i yep. want to i want to sell off some of my higher touch businesses and just deal more with with the uh, online things that you can do uh, on the computer. Sure. And so I ran across legendary actually maybe a year ago. And I was like, Oh, okay, that's interesting. And I said to myself, I wanted to pick a couple of, uh, of really nice programs 
that were run by good ethical people that were doing it what I call it the right way. Because there's just too many, too many scumbags out there doing it the wrong way, taking advantage of people. And it just makes me ill. So I've followed you guys for a good solid year just to kind of look at the program and see exactly what it was and, and see if it was in alignment with my goals. And after, after a while, I decided it was, I, I initially had bought your 15 second lead program and sure. I kind of looked at that, but it, it came with the, the, the 15 day business challenge. challenge. Yeah. Yeah. Which really caught my attention. So as I was hmm. going through that, you know, um, it's ticking all the boxes in my head. Yeah. People need to know this. Wow. Yeah. People really need to do it this way. And wow. You know, if people follow this, they're going to be successful. And what hmm. I really like is that I can do what I'm good at which is the marketing and putting the, the leads at the top of the funnel. And I know they're going to be well taken care of by your mm. organization. Right. And so mm. that was kind of my retirement project. I wanted to, you know, help people uh, find a good training program about affiliate marketing that would help them become affiliate marketers. Cause I've made, um, I've done, matter of fact, the one thing I'm really super proud of is uh, I, w- I was the number one affiliate for ClickBank on a, on a product launch. And we did $11.1 million in 30 days on ClickBank. Wow. And ClickBank so gave me a cool. Tesla. That was, they said, thanks, Todd. And boom, here's a Tesla. They gave you a Tesla. That's awesome. And I so, so many things are possible, you know, but you got to be That's careful. Cool. How long ago was that? 2017 was that launch. Wow. And a so few people cool. have beaten it since then. So it's, I didn't expect it to be a record <laughs> that would stand. But yeah, we did, uh, I, I wow. did 53 live webinars in 30 days yep. and 11.1 million. So, and I'm never going to do that again, <laughs> by the way. Yeah. <laughs> well, well, yeah, those launch days, man, they are fun and they are exciting, but man, you, you end that. I mean, I did like some back in 2012, I think. And you end that and it's like, I am never getting, that's a, the exact words. I think I I'm serious like, though. I'm leaving that back for the young. Never again. There's still ways, you know, you can, you can have a really, really nice living online and uh, yeah. not kill yourself <laughs> like that, you know? Right. Yeah. hundred percent. I love finding these programs that are, are just high, uh, high level like yours that just deliver so much value that you can feel good about uh, promoting them. And then when people and you don't have to that, do a bunch of extra work as the referring affiliate to sort of you know, oh my God, are these people being taken care of? Are they, yeah, that makes sense. Wow. That's, that's quite an, I mean, that's a cool accomplishment, especially like to do that with just the skills that you've learned in marketing and be able to pull that is, is really cool. I remember the days back in like 2010 and 11, uh, that was the first course I made. I made this course called, um, the, I think it was called the first page formula. And I, it was, I had never made a course or sold a course. I was, I mean, I was just, I made a checkout link on PayPal. Like I didn't even know, I, you know, I don't know. I mean, even just the, the use of PayPal is hilarious, but um, uh, yeah. And, and sold a bunch of it. I I joint ventured with this guy um, who ran a plugin for WordPress, like an SEO plugin for WordPress called ABC 3000. And it was, you know, I thought the best SEO plugin for getting backlinks and all of that stuff. And, um, and we sold a bunch of that thing, but I was just 21 or 22 years old and had really no clue what I was doing, but I was like, Hey, I really figured it out. And you talked about the slap and, 
yeah all that slap stuff and panda and all of that is that was a wild time but i feel like um bigger than that my takeaway from all of that was just it seems like um you have such like opportunistic eyes like you're so good at seeing where opportunities are and always seeing it's just funny to me because sometimes you know when i'm I'll, i'll do weekly webinars with our blueprints members and there'll be 100 150 200 people on uh live with us and and there's just such a wide range and wide variety of um how people look at the opportunity like you're looking at an opportunity for amazon and you're like wow look at all of the opportunity even back then but even still now wow look at all of this ebay opportunity and a lot of times people will hit hurdles and roadblocks and though they're they're sort of like ah it's saturated yeah i don't know I love seeing people who have been in the game for so long and they're just like, no, it's just there's up. You look any direction and it's opportunity. I love that so much. I remember I was I was driving to the airport for one of my midnight departures for the post office. And on the AM radio show I was listening to, the guest said every person has no less than six ideas every year that they come up with in their head that if they listen to it and properly implemented them would make them a millionaire. And I remember mm. saying to myself, wait a minute, I have six wow. ideas every year that if properly implemented would make me a millionaire as I'm driving my 20-year-old car to the airport. And wow. uh, so I started listening and to your point and seeing opportunities. And it became a, I don't think it was a bit of a curse, but it's hard to turn off. I'd be with my, my kids at some high school craft fair. And I'd be thinking, you know, wow, we could systemize that candle making lady and do a joint venture with her and take over Etsy. And my kids were like, Dad, stop. <laughs> you know? Ah. You're but, like, uh, God, I can't. Yeah. I can't stop. I don't really no, it's, but there's also a difference. Either. Yeah. I, my Also, my other difference, though, is like, I think, I wonder if, I don't know if you ever had this, but. I, there's also a big, big difference between the people who see with such opportunistic eyes and people who can actually do that and then execute, which I just think is another, you know, big credit to you, which is just like, you don't, you don't produce the results that you've produced without a level of execution and sticking it out and seeing through all of those initial hurdles. And you buy those 26 pallets and it's like a lot, I'm sure a lot of problems came throughout that purchase throughout the shipping throughout the delivery throughout the you know all of that stuff nothing ever works out like you think it will and but you know you stick it out and how many years later is this now like oh it's 40 almost 40 years <laughs> yeah that's, that's ludicrous that's crazy yeah yeah well, you know, I, I had I, a really good mentor and he told me he said look todd he goes you're gonna either be in a problem you've just left a problem or you're headed for a problem and it's how you Ooh. deal with all of that and the times in between that'll determine how successful and, and how happy you are in life. So oh, wow. when you start looking at it, like I, I see people, they hit a little, a little obstacle and that's it. It's like somebody just, you know, shot them in the head or something and they just want to lay down and do something else. And I'm like, no, no, that's just mm. an obstacle that you need to go around or over or under. Don't quit, you know? Mm. And that's why I think people get all this shiny object syndrome. If they just stick with one thing and see it yeah. through all the obstacles, they're going to learn more, you know, than, than you learn jumping around from one thing to another. Because to your mm. point, it's really funny you mentioned that. I buy those 26 pallets and the first thing my wife says is, where are you going to put them? 
I said, well, <laughs> I think they'll fit in the garage. She goes, well, how big is the pallet? I said, well, I have no idea. She goes, well, you better figure it out. You're coming in three days. So I go out and I measure and sure as anything, I'm, I got 26 pallets. I'm going to be able to fit like eight of them in the garage. Yeah. Yep. So I had, to, I had to go find some uh, cheap warehouse space that day. So I come home and I say, I did it. I found some warehouse space. It's inexpensive. We'll be able to put the pallets in there. She goes, well, how are you going to unload the truck? And I'm like, woman, stop giving me all these problems. Stop. Stop. <laughs> that's what we I'll do. figure we it out it, when they show up. We call it jumping off the cliff and building the plane on the way down. And I tell people all the mm -hmm. time, I've never, ever done anything perfect in my life, but I've gotten a lot of things done. You know, you just have to yeah. execute and deal with uh, the fallout as it happens. You know? Man, that's crazy. It is really crazy. And it's also kind of cool. You know, I think, um, you know, I, I, I don't know. Yeah. You said you're very reflective or whatever. And, uh, at least during this time, it's funny cause you know, my parents are, are about your age and thinking about retirement and stuff. And I, I know all of the skills that they have are sort of physical labor skills, nothing against that. They, they're very successful moms. My mom is a successful entrepreneur. And, um, but, uh, it is kind of cool. I always love seeing somebody who's 50s, 60s. Hell, we've had people who are on this show who have been 82 years old, um, who have, you know, have 700,000 followers on TikTok, which is just absurd, um, and are making money on the internet. That's, that's incredible. I always just find it humorous or, you know, just cool, I guess, that, you know, there's, there's a whole generation of people heading into something called retirement but their skill set is totally different and it's transferable to any stage of life or any, you know, like bodily ailments, you know, like, like, let's say I just physically can't lift, you know, 300 pounds or well, 300 pounds is a lot. I can't lift 50 pounds or 75 pounds. It's just not possible in life anymore. Um, or my mom's a hairdresser. She probably won't be able to cut hair perfectly well. Like sometimes people get a little shakier when they get older or whatever. And, um, I don't know. I just find it so cool that people are building skills and, and have these skills that are online that you could do. Yeah. yeah like you said, you could do that till you're 90. Like, mm -hmm. you know, you can do that till the day you, 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 you keel over and die, you know, like that's what I think and is just so work. powerful. And it's yeah. not work, you know, right. why I, if you enjoy it's doing intriguing it you know. and fun. Warren Buffett's 92 and he still does his investing thing, you know, so it's right. there's a retirement, I think, changed a lot over the last 10 or 20 years in the thought of, of what it is. I won't get into yep. all the reasons why, but, you know, people now are thinking it's not what the it's not what they were promised when they were growing up. Mm -hmm. And so they have to pivot and you have to be able to pivot. And resilience is is the best trait I think you can have when you're going to try to do something on your own. And I think everybody should do something on their own. They shouldn't be reliant on, on anyone else, you know, because things can change instantly. And yep. if you have the resilience and, and the ability to create a profit centers online, I mean, you are way ahead of the other guy who's just like looking at his nuclear disaster and going, well, I don't know what to do, you know? Yep. Yeah, exactly. I, I was wondering um, also, you know, with, with the success that you've had, I was curious about, you know, sort of your um, thought process of like purchasing more education. You purchased our education. 
Um, I think, am I right that you bought our mastermind ticket as well? And mm -hmm. maybe I'll get to meet you. That would be so cool. Um, in December, we'll be at a mastermind. We haven't finalized the dates, but probably the first week in December. Um, and I was just curious about sort of your, I just always find it cool. We've had a couple people who have, who have done multiple six figures in our company with their affiliates with ClickFunnels, their affiliates with lots of different digital companies, digital education and stuff. And then still purchased and invested in our business blueprints and in our masterminds and even just buying, you know, a, a $7 course or a $1 course or something. I, I was curious what your thoughts and philosophy is in sort of investing in education and why did you choose to do that? I don't look at it as investing in education as much as I do as investing in myself. And mm. I, I learn something new all the time. And my budget for the self-improvement um, phase is probably higher than most people. I'm probably spending $80,000 a year on masterminds, other trainings, uh, meetups, special events, because you get that another one idea. You can start a whole nother you know, business from it or increase the revenue of your business. You know, people talk about being a serial entrepreneur, and I don't really think they understand what that really means, because you can take one business and continually go with different verticals within that same industry and do real well. That's a serial entrepreneur. Normally, to do that, you have to acquire additional skill sets or knowledge that aren't in the vertical that you're in right now. So right. to pay to do that, that's just that's just buying your way to the front of the line. That's just saving years of having to learn. You know, someone says, oh, you can learn everything you need to know on YouTube. Yes and no. It's it's a right. completely disorganized mess. And if you don't know where to start in the first place, yeah, it might take you 10,000 hours of watching YouTube videos. What right. YouTube is great for is if I'm working on a program like ScreenFlow and I want to know how to set up the record monitor. Well, I can go on to YouTube put that in and know within two minutes of how to do that. But as far as actually conceptually learning how to start a, a six or seven figure online business by just watching YouTube videos, I don't believe that. All right. I don't, I don't yeah. think that, I think it's a little disingenuous. What you have to do is you have to find the right mentors that have uh, accomplished what you want to accomplish and then follow them, do what they've done. Don't reinvent the wheel. Just get on the path that they've blazed for you. I haven't invented a single thing. <laughs> Not Well, I take that back. I had a patent on, on one, some, <laughs> some technology back in the day. But other than that, I've just reached out to people who have accomplished what I wanted to, and I pay them to learn what I can to accelerate my own progress. And that if anyone said, what's the biggest secret to getting things done quicker? Well, that's it. It's investing in, in yourself by learning from others who have already done what you want to do and getting rid of the negative toxic people that are telling you you're stupid for giving that guy 10 grand for two hours of his time. You'll get rid of those people do, and, do, and do the learning. Yeah. You're going to be fine. You know, but yeah, you have to invest in yourself. If everyone thinks that they can just do it by themselves or you know, pull one book off the library or read one article online or watch some videos on YouTube. It's a little harder than that. So I think working, yeah. <clears throat> excuse me, working with the experts is the way to go. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I think that makes sense. I, I like that distinguishing between 
you know, I, I need to find one little edit on ScreenFlow or iMovie or something, and somebody's got it bookmarked in their YouTube video. Here's exactly where it is. You click, it's right there. That's gotten so amazing to to solve little problems like that, but business model problems and actual setting something up like that, it requires a deeper level, a deep dive. It's also a massive education budget you have. I love that. Um, and I like you, stuff. Yeah. I made I, my first TikTok yeah. because of, of you guys. You know, I never would have thought I'm some 60-year-old old fart going to do something on TikTok. Are you kidding me? And I've tried that. But I, I um, you know, I have a bit of an advantage over other people because, um, oh, and here's something I would tell everybody to put in their mind right now is to start building their list. This mm. uh, is probably the, one of the single biggest assets that I have is uh, are the marketing list that I've grown over the years. And it's mm. uh, it's never too late. I don't care if you, if you put two people on, get two people on your list. You got two people on your list. Get 10 people. It doesn't matter. Eventually, you're going to have a lot. And yep. uh, it's my single biggest asset. And if you use that properly, you, you'll never have to spend a dollar on advertising, you know. But along the way, you have to do that. You're going to have to invest in yourself. You're going to have to invest maybe into some advertising. Or you're going to invest hours into making the YouTube videos the uh, i'm sorry the uh, tiktok videos the youtube shorts the instagram stuff the uh, uh, facebook reels you're going to end yep. up doing all of that and i tell people yep. all the time if you don't have resources to buy your way to the front of the line with that kind of learning and tech and whatnot you have to be willing to do things that you're not going to be willing to do when you do have the resources because yep. you know we have a saying right now is if if my wallet can't get it done it's not getting done most times <laughs> I'll pay somebody now to build a website or I'll pay somebody right. to make, you know, some digital assets for me. Or back in the day, if I didn't have, if I didn't have the funds, then I had to learn how to do it and, and do it myself. But yep. for now, there's just so many ways, so many ways, so many shortcuts that you can take, but it, it just takes resources. Yeah. It takes resources, time, energy, money. Um, and also, I, I don't know. I'm curious if you also think, um, a, a good mentor of mine once said, you know, getting to six figures can can happen a lot of times through grunt work and through just grinding and just 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 you know, basically snow plowing your way uh, forward. And a lot of times beyond that um, requires some relational capital. It requires some some bigger resources, email lists, um, people that you know, networks, things like that. Would you agree with that too? And how over the last like 40 years, uh, how has that served you? And, and um, do you feel like you've sort of accumulated um, a network of people that you work with and resources and you know where to go to get websites built and stuff? Oh, without a doubt. And I, I was one of the nerdy techie guys that liked to see how those things worked so i've built literally i was matter of fact i was one of the first guys on wordpress in 2003 and i said well this is kind of cool i wow. think this is going to catch on and here it is now <laughs> almost 20 years later and wordpress is like the thing to make a website with but um you know it's a lot harder to get to seven figures with a business than it is six figures this is going to sound really crazy but you know to start up like a business and take it to six figures i'd almost rather start up another business and bring that to six figures to take us a, a business from six figures to seven figures is a completely different a blueprint and yeah. yeah but to get to your question about the relational um uh side of things 
Yeah. You know, I was, I'm just, I was always very introverted. I'm still very introverted. I've gotten a lot more comfortable doing things like this, but, um, I don't, I don't make friends very easy at all. So it's just because of a lot of things that have just happened in the past. When, when you get to a certain point, you're finding out people are just hanging around because of the airplane. You know, I had my own airplane for a long time and, uh, People just wanted to go play golf, <laughs> get in the plane and go play golf somewhere. And it was hard yeah. to get really real good friends. I found out I just had a lot of people that were so, so nobody you could call at 3 a.m. to get the dead hooker out of the house kind of friends. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Wedding yeah. cross any lines there. But, uh, you know, so I, I can count the number of really good people uh, on one hand that I trust. Now, as far as the business contacts go, that's a whole separate thing. And yeah. Uh, and yeah, it's. You'll find how small of a pond this kind of thing really is. And then the number of people um, that are really good at the certain things, they're pretty easy to find, you know, and especially yeah. as long as I've been like looking in those directions. Some of some yeah. of those people are um, are really easy to find. But it's like everybody thinks they're an expert now. You know, there's a lot of 20 year olds that think that they can be your life coach and i'm like what really are you serious (laughs) so i do a lot better with the older people no offense to the younger people but it's like the older people just seem to have a lot more of that life experience and they're just lacking the business experience and you know Mm. uh they'll they'll buy like a blueprint but they won't have any idea how dns works or you know how do i where do i get a domain now it just it blows my mind where everybody starts from is so different. And yet I've seen people, and I don't judge people anymore. Well, I used to, but not anymore because I would think, well, this guy can't tie his shoes in the morning and he goes and starts a seven figure business. It's like, okay, all right, anybody can do this now. They just have to have the right step-by-step plan and the ability to implement it and deal, you know, and have the um, resiliency to deal with the little issues that everybody pretty much faces. No, nobody goes from step one to step 10 and ends up with a six figure business and didn't have to deal with something. There's always going to be something, you know? Yes. There's always going to be. Yeah. And I even found, um, cause you talk a lot about the techie stuff and I, I found that to, as much as I was gifted in that and figured that out really quick, that, that turned into a big, hurdle for me because I would spend hours and hours and hours messing with just a single line of HTML or CSS or something. And like, you know, I would have, I would have mentors just be like, dude, I'm going to, I'm going to slap you across the face. You need to stop. No one cares that you can't get the hex color, right? Like, it's just not a big deal. Like you got to get over it. You got to, and I use that as sort of a crutch of, uh, you know, I could, I could be building my business but the truth is, is I was, you know, jacking around in the code. Well, of the I, web. I can't launch this yet because the aqua color isn't quite right. Well, that goes right back to I've never done anything perfect. You know, I'll launch right. and then do a B testing down down the road on colors. But the other yeah. thing, too, is I th- that I think people that they'll bang their head against the wall for hours and hours and hours trying to overcome one of these tech obstacles when they literally can go on the Fiverr or upwork.com and for very little money give that problem to somebody else an expert and then in minutes or or hours or whatever it's dealt with and you're like why didn't i do this sooner so i have this rule now if i get stuck on something i just go right Mm -hmm. to upwork or fiverr and and hire an expert 
and get it done and just move on. And I don't let those yeah. little things derail me for hours or a day or, or no, not launching something at all, you know? Yes, yes, yes. And those resources yeah, we're are talking like, Yeah, 10, 20 bucks. And it's like, you can have now, a, This is something that wasn't available to me back no, in the day. No, 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 no. 90s. <laughs> that wasn't like that. It, it was really hard. And, uh, yeah. you know, but uh, I don't know. It was it was a lot of fun. You know, those businesses yeah. back in the 80s and the 90s, they have so much correlation to the things today. Mm-hmm. It's, it's just the platforms have changed. You know, I use the email and the, the direct mail thing. You know, I, I did a uh, I used to talk from the stage. I went around because I my very first course that I wrote was on, on how to make money with 900 telephone numbers. Uh, I don't even know if anybody knows what those are anymore, but that was my very first course that I would pitch from the stage because I had built a 900 number service bureau and I was getting a, a nickel for every minute of, of call volume that people were generating. So I wanted to teach people how to make these programs the right way to help me uh, finance my service bureau. But um, eventually I got tired of, of doing the, the city after city thing and I mm. videotaped and I I hope these words aren't going over people's heads because I know they belong in a museum, but I videotaped one of my presentations and put it on a VHS tape and, uh, and sold it via classified ads in USA. Did you really? Yeah. USA today, wall street journal. And so we actually sold the tape with, with one of the 900 numbers. So you want to, you know, make money with 900 telephone numbers, call one, 900, blah, blah, blah. Cost of the call is $25, but you'll get this two hour informational videotape absolutely free. And then we had a sales force inside our offices that 10 days later would call that person up and say, did you get the video? Yeah. Did you watch the video? No, I'm going to watch it tonight. Okay. Call you back tomorrow. So we had inside sales doing that. Now it is so much easier now to do this with the internet thing. You don't have to use video (laughs) tape (laughs) and deliver it to the mail. Right. And, uh, but that was like, that's a poor man's webinar back in the day. Yes. Yes. Nothing has changed, you know, operate or uh, conceptually. It's just right. operational changes. It's so yeah, much just, easier now to do that than it was it is, back it in is. the day. It is, but also if you think about it, back in the day on a VHS, I mean, that person doesn't have a cell phone that they're scrolling TikTok while they're watching your video. You know, if no, somebody pops in a VHS and a wife with them on the couch. Yeah, right? they pop that thing in in 1995. I mean, they it's unlimited focus and attention and. That's imp- that's that's a cool thing to it's a cool thing to have um, the ability to send that out. I did. We did uh, back in 2006, 7, 8, 9, 10. We, we took out USA Today ads, too, for for like a travel club or some. It, it was a it was a um, it, it was a like a network marketing thing. But we would take out USA Today ads and, it, you know, they would call. And it was a it was a pre-recorded voicemail. It said, you know, if this, 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 this are true, you know, then uh, leave your name and number at the end of the at the end of the beep or whatever. And these people would be like, you know, and leave all these details. These people would leave two or three minute voicemails, <laughs> um, you know, basically giving all of the reasons that they want to join a network marketing company or start their own business or whatever. And it's the exact same thing. It's like a questionnaire today on the internet. But, you know, back in the day, it was just what medium can I get to generate a lead 
and how can I qualify them and how can I close them? And now today it's just on the internet. There's more distraction, but also the degree to which you can get someone's attention is way faster. We have people go from zero to 5,000, 10,000 followers on TikTok in a week or less. We had a girl on a couple of weeks ago on the show who, who gained 70,000 followers in a week um, just by having a couple videos get just absurd amount of views about, I don't even know what it was about. So yeah, you're right. The, the, the whole entire messaging, the lead generation, I, I'm younger, but I still I still came from the the early internet days of like the, the the automations and you know automated webinars and all that stuff didn't exist back when I when I got started online. And so I still get some of that old school. We still shipped out some CDs with a video on it. And you know, it was it was an interesting, interesting day. But um, you know, I do I was gonna yeah, say go one ahead. of my favorite correlations is back in the day when I, especially when I had that first training program, uh, we, I did over 400 AM radio interview shows over 400 AM radios. So now what do you do today? You do podcasts. I'm a guest on yeah. podcasts. And I think, mm -hmm. uh, and that's actually one of my favorite, uh, favorite ways to spread the word on, on whatever my, my project du jour, you know, is, you can get on uh, podcasts and accomplish the same thing I was accomplishing on these AM radio shows back in the day. So it's, again, the way to generate the leads. The only thing that's really, really changed is, is the function. You know, yep. I don't think I've, I, I don't even know if people, again, if they're tracking when I say AM radio, <laughs> they're like, what's I'm that? tracking, <laughs> but I didn't know there was 400 stations. I had, oh, I had no, not AM stations, radio, but... shows shows Just, yeah oh. but um but i'll bet you there's i'll bet you there's cause back then am radio was very localized it wasn't it right. was difficult to get like on a national am radio talk show but um there was a lot of stations and i think actually we probably in our mailing to those radio stations sent out close to four thousand uh wow big postcards they were big huge yellow uh jumbo postcards with the black printing on you know would you like to have todd snively as your guest here's his accomplished here's what he can talk about and we just sent those out to the host of the radio shows about four thousand of them wow. and we ended up being on about 400 in the course of a year that we were promoting that program that was, was a, lot, a lot of 2 a.m and 3 a.m shows let me tell you that <laughs> <laughs> that's so fun so so now after having accomplished a lot in those different avenues, do you view sort of like an affiliate marketing um, thing, which you've already done a lot of, are you just going to keep building? Do you, do you see that as expanding or do you see that as a, as a smaller piece of what you're doing and you'll see how it grows or, or what's the thought process behind that? Or is it just, is this, um, is the affiliate marketing piece a big part of your business currently? And do you see that as something that will grow or we'll see? It is a big piece of my business. And I do believe it's going to do nothing but grow. Mm. But when they grow, it also, the problems are going to increase. And when I say problems, I'm just talking about bad programs, bad programs mm. and bad people running bad programs. I mean, that's, kind of the bane of of anything online anymore and yeah. and it has really in my opinion it's really sullied affiliate marketing along you know the many years that it's been around and, but agree. it's like nothing now it's like 
it's just like anything else. You just have to do it the right way, and then you're going to have longevity. Everybody that's out there trying to, you know, game the system in some way or dealing with really, um, oh, thinly disguised medical things like, right, you know, I think, you know, take this pill and your vision will be better. You know, that kind of thing you got to really <laughs> look at from an ethical point of view and decide, well, do I want to be a part of that or do I don't? This is why I like affiliate programs that deal with training, right? It's, uh, yes, you can be an affiliate program in an affiliate program that sells the affiliate program, but at the same time, it's a program that, that gives valuable training that people can go out and actually use to create a profit centers if, if they want to. But if you're just pushing some magic diet pill because the affiliate program has a huge payout, it's incredibly unrewarding, you know, both personally and financially, because eventually that stuff's just going to get uh, smacked maybe from the wrong people, you know, the federal people. And you don't want right. to be a part of that. So I right. think I think uh, I always deal with what I call the unsexy stuff. I, I would rather mm -hmm. go with boring stuff that has longevity that I can build a lot of tiny profit centers along the way. And then it all adds up to something because it, oh. it almost isn't the product. I don't, I don't want to say that because, because it is the product's important, but it's learning the methods. And again, it's building that list. And if I had something that I felt was going to genuinely help the people on my list, I can email it to them. And every time I send an email, like I got this one business, it's a, a private label business. I started in 2010 and okay. That's almost an eight figure business and it's almost all generated with email. You know, I'm selling physical, a, a brand of a physical product. That's my brand. But every that's time I send an email out, it like it rains money from, from the sky. It's that email list is just so important because, yeah. you know, we think differently than, than our customers think. They're not like walking around every day. Oh, I really should go to Todd's website and buy something again, but th that's not what they're doing, right? They're living their lives. So then they get right. the email and they're like, oh, yeah, that's right. I did want to go do that. And and, they, <laughs> and it's just a gentle reminder, you know, and this is why we like sending out the, uh, the emails. But affiliate marketing is going to do nothing uh, but get better and better as people look for opportunities to pivot out of maybe their full time job into something else online. I think it's yeah. a lot. Um, you can create your own products. You can promote your own stuff. But I think. Even if you do that, you still have to put your feet into the affiliate marketing world and be a part of that because you can make so much money. Why would you want to leave that on the table? So my goal, you know, moving forward uh, is I'm going to sell a couple of my larger businesses that like actually have employees and warehouses and things like that. I'll be selling those in the near future. And then my retirement is going to be 100% content creation. You know, building cool. out the YouTube channel, writing, continuing to write articles and create blog uh, uh, authority blog sites, right? Doing uh, podcasts, my own and being a guest on others and just content creation, because that's what I really like doing. And the amount of money that you can make putting out content related, you know, that's sponsored by something, right? Or, or has enough, you know, like on my podcast, if if there's a tool, let's say I'm going to do uh, an episode. It has to do with making money on Amazon and there's this one piece of software that has an affiliate program. You know, all of a sudden your podcast is sponsored by this, uh, this tool, you know, yep. and go to this special link. I got you a special $50 discount and an extra two weeks free trial using this link and yada, yada, yada. 
I mean, there's just so many ways to make to make money. But I think the, the creating the content is is what I like doing the most. And that just goes fits like hand in a glove with affiliate marketing. It, do, it does. And especially, I yeah, I feel like the more that uh, people look for it, the more you see it. The, when you when you become when I became aware and even more recently from the time that I was 2008 to 2022 now, it's everywhere. And the more I'm looking for it and the more people become aware of it, it's like, wow, yeah, everywhere. Referral based marketing is everywhere. Even in Shopify recently in an e-commerce store, I was logged in and I was helping my friend and, um, you know, he got, he got like two different alerts that were like somehow pushed by Spotify to download, uh, an affiliate app that would allow people to sign up as affiliates for a Shopify store. And, you know, I'm just like, yeah, I mean, this thing is, it's absolutely everywhere. I have no idea how, you know, the developers of that app got in front of Shopify like that, but people are just starting to see at that mass level, like, wow, $0 on marketing spend. And you can have an army of affiliates who love your stuff, love your brand. They became a customer and they loved their experience. And now they want to, tell their friends about it and make a little bit of money. Uh, it's, it's, yeah, it's just crazy. Um, for, for people who are newer, uh, who are just getting started online, who are just getting going, I'll give you the final word and then we'll wrap up. What, what would you say to somebody who's newer without much education, without much knowledge about the online space and, you know, they're starting the 15 day challenge or they're starting their TikTok channel or they're starting, you know, they're starting to to figure the online space out and become an affiliate marketer or a course creator. What would you tell that person? I think they have to do what I call, you have to do it the right way. This is a real business, right? A lot of people, they, they don't treat it that way. They're just like, oh, I'm going to give this thing a try and this, that. I think you really need to get serious, you know, form an entity, have a real entity with a real entity bank account, get the right education. And if and, you know, I, I hear this every now and then. Oh, well, that education's expensive. And these other people go out and spend $300 on dinner or take a $5,000 vacation to Florida or whatever, but they won't spend a couple thousand dollars to get the information that they need to do it the right way. Then you get with a community of like-minded people. So you've got your, and I love how you use the word blueprint because I use it all the time. You're going to have the blueprint on exactly what to do, surrounding yourself with like-minded people that are not only trying to do the same thing, but people that have actually done it, that are going to be willing to answer questions for you. And then you have to uh, employ the resiliency to get around any problem and avoid the shiny object syndrome and, syndrome and just commit and set your goals and reach your goals and, and have somebody uh, give you accountability so that you have no excuses. And, uh, and then just move forward no matter what, and don't give up because it's worth it. It is so worth it that you now you don't have to depend on anybody, you know, for providing for your family or achieving your goals or paying off your house or whatever it is, you're going to win this game of life, you know, and that's really kind of how I look at it. And you win the game by having the best strategy. You get that from learning the best tools and the best uh, mindset and implementing uh, these things. And the next thing you know, wow, people are going to start calling you lucky 
and everything you touch turns to gold. So, but it, but you'll know it was the hard work you put in and the fact that you didn't give up. Oof, I love it. Super. Yeah. I can't, I can't say it better. So I won't. Um, so where, where's the best place for people to find you, Todd? Where would you prefer people to go follow you? Is that on TikTok? Oh, YouTube? you know, my best video on TikTok is me struggling to get out of a beanbag chair right now. <laughs> <laughs> um, what uh, no, if we can point someone somewhere? Where where should we send? Yes, them? I think if you go to my website, my personal site at toddsnively.com, or just friend me on Facebook. You know, friend me on Facebook, and uh, you know you'll be able to. Especially my Facebook, I don't. My personal Facebook is really my business Facebook. I talk a lot of business on my personal Facebook. And if people, if my friends don't like it, they can just keep scrolling. But um, yeah. I like Facebook for that kind of, you know, meeting people and that kind of thing. But uh, yeah, that or my website, I have a little, if they want to just sign up for, you know, the next great thing that I'm, I'm going to be talking about, they can do that too. But Facebook's generally the best place. Just friend me on Facebook. Cool. I love it. Um I'm going to put up your website here on the screen and thanks for everything today, Todd. And, um, yeah, guys go, go sign up for his email list. He talked a lot about the importance of having lists, go subscribe to his email list, open his emails, read his emails. He's been doing this for a long time. So if you want some real wisdom and then also, um, go find him on Facebook, as he said, uh, just add him as a friend and follow along as he, as he creates awesome stuff and, and yeah. Thanks so much, Todd. Thanks for coming on the show. Really appreciate it. Was it was my privilege. Thank you. Yeah, absolutely. All right. So we've got Todd's website up here. It's toddsnively.com. If you're on a podcast just listening, it's T-O-D-D-S-N-I-V-E-L-Y.com. Uh, you can find him there. Uh, you can also just search Todd Snively uh, on Facebook. It's actually facebook.com slash Todd.Snively. Um, and you can find him there. Just add him as a friend. Let him know you found uh, you found him through uh, the Wake Up Legendary show. Let him know if something in particular was really powerful or um, enlivening. And uh, as always, we're here every single day, Monday through Friday. Dave will be back Thursday and Friday of this week uh, to help us close out the week. And um, as always, guys, be legendary. See you. Have a